punishes insan in accurate accordance to the actions that he commits on the face of this earth. If the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was such that he gives insan the punishment that insan is deserving that he commits. A person looks at haram, he is given the due punishment, he is listening to haram, he is punished accordingly, he does anything haram and he is punished, he is given the proper deserving punishment. In the Quran Shri mentions, مَا تَرَكَ عَلَى ظَهْرِهَا مِنْ There will not be a living soul left on the face of this. My respected elders and brothers, if we have to take into account our own life, Maybe not from the time we have become of age or from the time we have become Bali. But just in the past year, this one year from last year Ramadan to this year Ramadan, what were the actions we were not involved in? What way of life we may have lived? What sins and what gunas we may have been committing? Behind the curtains, behind everyone, where no one is looking, and now I'm alone with a cell phone or a tablet or whatever it is, we can safely or easily say for ourselves that none of us, we are not in the position to say that we deserve to witness one more day of this Mubarak month. It is only and only the Fazal, the Rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not wiped us off the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not smashed our eyeballs, He has not ripped our tongues and our ears and our bodies apart because of what we were involved in those sins and those punas. Only the fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we know, this month of Ramadan, this is a month which is known as Sayyidul Shuhur. It is a king and it is a leader of all other months. And we will find that in other rewaiths of Nabi Ali Salatu Salam, there are different titles given to the Mubarak month. Shahrul Sabar, the month of patience. Shahrul Ghufran, the month of forgiveness. Shahrul Rahma, the month of divine blessings or mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Shahrul Dua, Shahrul Quran, Shahrul Tawbah. From these titles alone, any person with a little bit of understanding will already understand what, what a little bit of maybe what this month entails and what is required of us from the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam how to carry out our own life in this month of Ramadan. Unfortunately, the true azmat, the true greatness and significance of this month is not evident to us. Those in the past, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he had explained to us the, the greatness of this month and from there we understand the value of it. And then the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, the Tabi'een, all our Akabira and Taib, and also those that are alive today, all those our elderly Akabirin that are alive today, we find that these are people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed with some type of flavor of this month of Ramadan. They were blessed with some fragrance of the azmat of this month of Ramadan. And that is why when we look into their lives, we will realize and we will understand that they never wasted one single moment and one single second of this Mubarak month of Ramadan. Because of their connection and their strong relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their taqwa, their piety, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes opens up to them. 
our link with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is nowhere near this. That bridge between us and between our Creator, many a times, over and over we have burnt it in our lives with the flame of sins, with the fire of mercy of gunas and might. But if we have to follow the footsteps of our Akabirin and we have to follow their guidelines, then wherever they reach, we have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we will reach also somewhere near. We find that throughout this entire month of Ramadan, and even before the month of Ramadan could come, we were already being geared up for this month. We already advised how we should spend this month, increasing the out of the Quran Sharif, increasing our nafil salah, stay away from sins and gunas, and make sure we perform our taraweeh salah, etc. Come early to the masjid. So all these guidelines that we, we have been given, given, and it's only through the fuzzle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abiding by this. We find that in the month of Ramadan, we are going that extra mile. Alhamdulillah, we are going, we are coming to the masjid early. Sometimes maybe a person throughout the entire month of Ramadan, we couldn't wake up for Fajr Salah. But in the month, so throughout the entire year, we couldn't wake up for Fajr Salah. But in this month of Ramadan, we find a person is even performing Tahajjud Salah. And then the different programs that are taking place after a tired hot day, he comes home and we are still in the masjid from Asal from Maghrib, we are still there for Taraweeh Salah. So we are going that extra mile in this month of Ramadan only to the fuzzle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what we have to understand and we have to realize is that this increase of ibadah, this is not the be end and the end, the, the end of everything in the month of Ramadan. This is not the whole concept of Ramadan. Yes, it plays a very, very important aspect or very important role in, in the month of Ramadan in order to gain or profit. But this is not the whole purpose of the month of Ramadan. This is just working towards some, something else. Our focus is on something else. This ibadat from one thing to the other from the time a person wakes up for Sayyidi, it's just one thing over the over another. Fajr, Salah, the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Then he will have to go to work. But in that work also, he's making the Zikrullah, he's sending Salawat, all that. Getting the Masjid program, Salah in the Masjid early, Nafil, Sunnah, the Sunnah and Nawafil, etc. All these things, we are working we are like in a race. A person who is getting, he is now going to participate in some event, some event or some race, marathon or some swimming gala or whatever it is. So you will find that long before that race can even start, preparations have already started. He is running on the roads. He's going to the gym, he's taking this, this certain nutritious uh, vitamin, that certain smoothie, all in preparation for that day to come. When the day comes also, he starts early in the morning, he will have his, he will, he will have his alarm set also, he will be on the mark early in the morning. And when that race starts, you will find that throughout the entire day this person is raised. He is running and running and sometimes to the late, towards late, late afternoon also, he is still running. But that running is not the goal. That running, that race, that tiredness that he is feeling in the heat of the sun, that is not the whole goal. The focus is on something else and that is the prize. The focus of that person that is involved in that race is on that prize, that one gold bar or that, that half, a, the half a million cash, two million, five million. So the focus is on that. That is what I need to I need to acquire, I need to attain. Likewise, my respected elders and brothers, this month of Ramadan, we have so many different ibadat, we are burning ourselves out, we are in that race. That race in terms of ibadat, but our focus is on the goal. This ibadat that we are doing in the month of Ramadan is not the be and it's not the it's not the goal of Ramadan. This is just to assist us into towards reaching our goal, to reaching our destination, reaching the prize. 
What is the price? The price that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Nabiya Kareem sallallahu speaks about in the life of Quran and Sunnah. The price is of two types, two branches, or two sides. One, one, one is the mafidah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the first thing that we have to, the, 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 the first part of the price. That how we can attain the mafidah and forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Over the years, we have made ourselves the fuel and the stones of the fire of Jahannam. With that, with that, lifestyle that we did, with the actions that we were involved in. This month of Ramadan, my respected elders and brothers, is a month for us to get our ticket out of Jahannam into Jannah. And we will find that the Ahadith have so many, it is full of the, of the opportunity upon opportunity wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the insan that chance to come back and to gain that forgiveness. To wipe that plate clean. The hadith mentions every single night in the month of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling out. Hal min mustaghfirin. Hal min taibin. Atubu ilayhi. Hal min mustaghfirin fa'ulfirulam. Hal min sa'irin. Is there any person that wants forgiveness? Seek your forgiveness. I am ready to forgive you. If you want your toba, ask for make repentance. I am ready to accept your repentance. You want anything, I'm ready to give it to you. Like a small child, or maybe disobedient, he was a bit naughty. And his parents were telling him that until you don't say you're sorry, you cannot get that sweet or that chocolate. In the heart of the parents, he wants to give that child. He wants to see that his child is happy. child is crying for it also. But because he was disobedient, because he was naughty, the parent is just waiting for him to say sorry, and then he will give it to him. You will give him more than what, is, what the child expects also. I respected elders and brothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give us. He just wants to forgive us. He wants to accept our tawbah. He wants to fulfill all whatever a person wants, all the halal desires, wishes. It is just a matter of us turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single moment, every single day and night of the month of Ramadan, there is one moment wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts any dua that a person makes, Allah will accept it. At the time of Iqtar, we also learn that every single day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees one million souls on the fire of Jannah. One million souls. And this is apart from the rest of the day. This is just at the time of Iqtar. On the last night of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees that amount, those billions and billions of souls that were freed in, in the entire month of Ramadan. Imagine this is a month where so many trillions and millions of souls are gaining the Freedom. They are getting, they are gaining the ticket out of Jahannam into Jannah. We need to see how we can also slot ourselves, get ourselves amongst those millions. Imagine everyone is gaining their forgiveness. Everyone is gaining the ticket to Jannah. Only we are left behind without that. We are the losers. A person who is left behind, he doesn't gain his freedom. Imagine Nabi Alistrat was salam. What a Nabi, a Nabi of generosity, a Nabi of such compassion. And Nabi of such kindness, he desired that his entire ummah must go to Jannah. But when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that may that person be cursed, the curse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon that person who will see, who will witness this month of, of Ramadan and yet we still don't get our forgiveness. Allah's curse may, may be come on him. So, this is, you can understand the opportunity upon opportunity upon opportunity Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us. even mentions, if a person cannot get his forgiveness in this month of Ramadan, then when does he expect to get his forgiveness? So, this is the first point or that goal applies that we are heading towards.
What, 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 what means focus is that ibadah that is doing, that is the race, but, but the pious one part of the Qudun, to wipe the slate clean. And the second part is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran that you attain taqwa. One is you, you endeavor or you work towards wiping your slate clean, that forgiveness, and the second part is you maintain that cleanliness of that slate. You attain a drop of taqwa. What is taqwa? In a nutshell, my respected elders and brothers, taqwa simply means to acquire or to attain the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at every moment of our life. Whether we are in a masjid, whether we are in a shopping mall, or whether we are in the confines of our room, in, the, in, in between, in, in, in our homes, without anyone there, but we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is walking in public or in private. I can't do anything, I shouldn't go off the guard because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. This is the whole purpose, the main purpose of this month of Ramadan. So that you attain this taqwa. This taqwa is not for any group of people. It is not for this certain people who dress in this certain way or they behave in this certain way. Taqwa is for each and every single ummati of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whether we are in a, in a doctor's office, whether we are a lawyer, whether we are working out in the sun, whether we are in the masjid, wherever it is, wherever we are, taqwa means to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at every given moment. This is the main purpose that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this whole month of Ramadan, this fasting, that uh, uh, emerging ourselves in all these good actions, weighing that extra length, gain that forgiveness in that taqwa. The main prize or the main goal of the month of Ramadan, the main goal of a mu'min in this month, forgiveness and taqwa. And we find, my respected elders and brothers, when it comes to taqwa also, as mentioned, a person can be in a masjid, a person can be in his home place, in his home, he can be in his workplace, but Allah is watching. And it is a, why, is, why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala choose this month? A person is, one is, is retained from all the halal, that thing which is, those things which are normally halal in other months. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it haram from time to time. But many a time the person is maybe left alone somewhere, a person walks in his kitchen, he has a nice old drinks there also in the fridge, and he has his food, there's no one at home, no one is watching. But what is preventing a person from taking, from partaking of that cold drink or that, or that food? He knows there is no one of here, there is no one watching. But at the back of his mind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. This is just giving us some confidence. Allah Ta'ala wants to give us some confidence to show us that you can do it with these petty things. Something that was, was that was commonly halal, it's just temporary haram. You can do it on that, that, that. then by for sure, 100% you can do it for those things which are permanently haram. Like a person who maybe is doing first time on the musalla or is giving a public speech for the first time, and his father will tap him on the back and tell him you can do it. He'll put him on some training, just go in one corner and just, just mention it or read it to yourself. And just to show the child that you can do it. Likewise, my respected elders and brothers. In this month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is putting us through that training ground. Stay away from food, stay away from things, stay away from those things that will break a person's path. This is just to give us confidence, to show us that you can do it. Do what? Attain that taqwa. To stay away from those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited at every given moment of our lives. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala grant us the ability, the tawfiq, 
of valuing this month of Ramadan and giving us the ability of attaining the goals that have been mentioned in the Quran and Sunnah. Allahu Akbar, 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 Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, ilaha illallah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah, Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Ayya ala salam, ayya ala salam, ayya ala salam. Alhamdulillahi al-Akram al-Ladhi khalaqa al-Insana wa karram wa'allamahu min al-bayani ma lam ya'lam fasubhana al-Ladhi la yuhsantinanu bil-lisani wa la bil-qalam wa nashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashadu anna sayyidana wa maulana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh al-Ladhi yuhutia jawami' al-kalim wa karam la alihi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi nujumi tariq al-imam amma ba'd wa qadqala al-Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam balihu anni walu aya wa qadqala al-Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam سلك طريقا يلتمس فيه علما سهر الله له به طريقا إلى الجنة وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم تعلم الفرائض والقرآن وعلم الناس فإني مقبود أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أمن هو قانت آناء الليل ساجدا وقائما يحذر الآخرة ويرجو رحمة ربه قل هل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون إنما يتذكرون الألباب بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم من الآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تبارك وتعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأسلقهم حياة مثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والفسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر لي عباس ولدي مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير القرون قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيرنا محمد صلى الله وهد من قدر دين سيرنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان ويتائذ القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي عزكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تذكرون أقيم الصلاة
اللهم عز أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم انصر أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر لأمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن سيئات أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم أصلح شان أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم عجل بنفسي امتي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهد امه سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اشرح صدور امتي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بالاسلام ونور قلوب امتي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بالايمان اللهم اهدنا واهدنا وجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى اللهم اهد الناس جميعا يا رب العالمين اللهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا واصرافنا في امرنا وثبت اقدامنا وانصرنا على القوم الكافرين ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد واصحابه وبارك وسلم برحمتك يا رب